0: Hello, and welcome to the James Sheets podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message.
1: Sixteen verses. Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, that is, the Christian way, whether they were men or women, that he might bring them bound into Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Jerusalem, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul. Why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no man. And Saul rose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. He was there three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas the one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. And hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority for the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. And the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Our text is that 15th verse and the five words, He is a chosen vessel unto me. He is a chosen vessel. no intention of ever becoming a preacher or a missionary. He had no intention of even becoming a Christian. As a matter of fact, he was anti-Christian. He was belligerent. He was opposed to anything that was being taught by Jesus Christ. But one day he happened to be standing in the crowd When the crowd was bent upon killing a man by the name of Stephen, they were going to stone him to death because he was preaching Jesus Christ. This man wasn't a preacher, he was a deacon. I'd much rather the deacons be stoned than the preacher, so I'm glad they picked on a deacon. He was proclaiming his faith in Jesus Christ and they didn't like it. That is exactly what happens when the people of the world hear the gospel preached, their first reaction is, I don't like it. I'm going to do anything I can to oppose it. Resist, resist, resist. And some of you did that very thing until God got a hold of you. And he changed your life completely. Here is Paul. Not one who is stoning, but one who is simply holding the coats. They pulled their coats off to pick up the stones to stone Stephen. And Paul was the keeper of the garments. But Paul heard Stephen say as he died, I see the heavens open and the Son of God standing on the right side of God. Simple in statement, but it got to the heart of Paul. And immediately he began what most people do, a campaign to be anti-Christian even more. And he went from city to city for the purpose of arresting every Christian, whether it was man or woman, that he could find, and bringing them back to Jerusalem in chains in order that they might be tried. Paul was on his way on this particular day to the city of Damascus. Very belligerent. Bent upon stamping out the name of Jesus Christ in the world if he possibly could achieve it. Scripture says, suddenly, you see that word in the third verse? Suddenly, unexpectedly, something happened to Paul that he couldn't begin to understand. For God had shined down from heaven on his life on that particular moment. God began to change him. And make a new person out of him instill in the new heart. Make his life all over. Listen. God will get your attention someday. You can be negative for a long, long time. You can say no even to the point of death and beyond. But listen. Someday God will have your attention For if he does not get your attention in this life, you will stand well in attention in the day of judgment. When you stand before the throne of God and give an account of yourself, nobody escapes that day of attention. God got Paul's attention on the road to Damascus, and the scripture says he fell. He fell to his knees. Ought to bring you down if you're too high and mighty God brought me down one day from a high and mighty point when I thought I had the world with the tail I thought everything was going right for me and I found I had nothing for it it was all taken away in order that he could get my attention. You may feel like that you have everything going for you, but listen. You'll have your road to Damascus someday. God will get your attention. Now, what you do about it after He gets your attention, He's going to leave up to you. For God will never, never force a person to become a Christian, but He will extend that invitation very, very strong. You fell. I don't know if you know who Peter Marshall is or not. He's dead now. Catherine Marshall, his wife, writes some books. He was a Presbyterian minister, the chaplain of the United States Senate. A very belligerent man with God at times in his life. There's a book out called A Man Called Peter that you ought to read. It's a story of his life. On one occasion, he was angry with God, and that's exactly what Paul was. He was not angry with the Christian people he was going after, for he didn't even know them. His anger was with God, but he was striking out at the Christians. Peter Marshall was angry with God, and he rushed out of the church where he was pastoring an angry individual and ran out into the woods near his home, very belligerent and fussing and arguing with God, and he tripped and fell on his face, and there as he lay on his face in the dark of the night, he was blaming God for tripping him, and the first rays of light of the morning began to shine, and his face was looking over a hundred-foot cliff. God got his attention just in time to save his life because God had a purpose for Peter Marshall to be the great preacher that he became in the Presbyterian Church. And sometimes God has to stop us in our tracks and trip us up because he has a plan for us like he had for Paul. God had a mission field All over Asia where Paul was to sow the seed of the gospel. But before he could ever sow it, he had to get Paul's attention and stop him in his tracks. And he did this on the road to Damascus. And he fell to the earth. And the words came, Saul, as he was called then before his name was changed, Why are you persecuting me? This is one of the things that we do. When we're angry with God, we take it out on somebody else. Do you know that? You just remember that. Your anger at me or your anger at your neighbor or your anger at your wife or at your husband or at your friend might just simply be your anger at God and they are the recipient of it. Why are you persecuting me? He says it's hard for you in verse five, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. When I was on the farm, I had a milk cow that delighted in kicking. And I fixed it so that she learned the lesson well. I put some some things behind her that were sharp on the end, and whenever she kicked, she got hurt, not me. After a while she learned that she shouldn't kick anymore and quit. She was kicking against the bricks. The the Lord will put things in our way to stop us from destroying ourselves. If you think some of those difficult times you've had in life, has been uh, unfair of the Lord, he's placing them there in order that you might learn a lesson that I might learn a lesson. We need to pay attention to the Lord and do what he wants to do and when we are disobedient to him, we do nothing but hurt ourselves in the process. We're not hurting God as much as we're hurting ourselves. When we yield to the Lord and start being obedient to him, it won't be so difficult because we're not kicking so much. It's time for us as God's people to be faithful to Him and to listen to His Word and to hear Him when He gets our attention. And Paul was trembling and he was astonished. He couldn't believe what was happening to him. And he fell down right there on the road and called out to God and said, Lord, what will you have me to do? Now let me say something very personal to you. Bill believes he's been called to the ministry, and I believe he has too. But listen, what about the rest of us? What is your calling? You have a call as well. Some purpose God has for you. If you're not a Christian. You may be like Paul. He's got a ministry out there somewhere of some sort for you. you has got to be saved first. Those of you who are Christian, have you heard him call your name? There's a hymn. I wish I could have found it. Or a song that says, it has the words in it I heard him call my name. Samuel was a young boy in the Old Testament. His mother, Hannah, didn't have any children and prayed that God would give her a child and if he would give her a child, she would dedicate that child to the service of God. And So it happened and she bore Samuel and she finally then took him after he was weaned to the temple and put him in the service of God under Eli the great prophet. Middle of the night, this young teenage boy was laying on his bed and he heard, Samuel Samuel He gets up and runs into the bedroom of Eli and says what do you want? Eli said I didn't call you Go on back and lay down The second time it happened he runs in again and Eli is very wise and he perceives that the Lord's talking to him Listen the Lord talks to people The Lord calls us by name. We may not physically With our ears hear it. But listen, we hear his call with our heart. You know when he's talking to you. The trouble is sometimes we refuse to acknowledge that it's God talking. Eli said, this time if it happens again, you say, speak Lord, thy servant heareth. And Samuel heard the word Samuel, Samuel. And that time he responded to the Lord. Ananias was a servant of God and he was in the city of Damascus and the Lord said Ananias I have something I want you to do there's a man named Saul he's staying in a particular house the name of Judas you go there because he's praying he needs help See, on the road to Damascus, Lord, uh, Paul said to the Lord, what would you have me do? And the Lord said, go into town. It'll be told you what you're to do. I spoke of that last week, I think. Go to church. It'll be told you there what to do. Listen, you've come to Olive Branch Baptist Church. Here in this sanctuary, the Lord will speak to you. He'll tell you what you ought to do. If your heart is right. And if you're not a Christian, he'll say, Come to me, that I might forgive your sins and save your soul. Ananias said, I've heard a lot about this man. I'm not so sure I want to go. Some of you are being told to go to someone's home and speak to them. You know in your heart that you have received a mission to go talk to someone, to witness to somebody, because the Lord has selected them for a special purpose. And the Lord said to Ananias, Go your way, for he is a chosen vessel to me. Paul, this belligerent murderer, is a chosen vessel of God. Listen, God knows things that we don't know anything about. I heard him call my name. I heard that call one time. As a little boy, I heard him call my name for salvation. And I got out of my seat. One revival night, and came forward. I heard him call my name the second time, and he said, I want you to preach. And I did something similar to what Bill did. I got behind the pulpit and told the church what the Lord wanted me to do. When you talk about it really, I had three hours of it, Bill. I hope you don't get that much when you get to your turn. called my name many times since. And I know this morning that he's called many of you by name. Just listen, will you? Just listen. There's more than one of you that ought to be giving your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ, Savior. But there's many of you that haven't call to serve the Lord in a particular way. Will you listen when he calls you? You're a chosen vessel. How chosen are you? Enough that the Lord Jesus Christ went to the cross of Calvary and gave his life just to save your soul. I earnestly believe that had there only been one person in this old world, he would have died for that one person. I know that he died for me as an individual. My salvation is not based upon you. My salvation is based upon Jesus Christ's love for me. Because I was doomed for hell. He took me away from hell because he called my name and I said, yes, Lord. How about you?
0: How about you? Shall we pray? sheets.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to trust in God for today and for all of your tomorrows.